following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode. Brand uh, new. Right? It's yeah, happening. it's a brand new. Brand new, like brand flakes. You like brand flakes there, Stoolie Steve? I <laughs> <laughs> got him. Hey, Baron, you like that one? You're yes, a f- yes. <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you stole my spot. Ah, yes. We swooped in there like your poop swoops over the toilet bowl. Yes. Ha. We did it. We swooped in there like a swooper does. How do you like that, Stooley Steve? You... Yeah, you don't like that very much, do you, with your flesh? Come on, okay, B- uh, Baron, stop. Stop with the questions. Just ask him, like, statements. Hey, Baron, that's a nice bed you got over there. Did you just shit in my bed? That's why I lay my red, my, my red head down to rest. Now you look at me and you might say, hey, your head is blue. Well, my penis, when it becomes erect, becomes it goes with blood and becomes red. And it's the head, hence the red head. Yes, that's why I rest when I'm aroused. Go you f- just shot at it. Yes, what? What say you? You, you shot? You stole my moment. You have several moments. You have several bowel moments. <laughs> Baron, stop. Just, just let, let's do Stewie, what do you got to say today, huh? Do your thing. Stewie. No, I don't want to. You don't want to? Oh, you're going to be a child? You're going to throw a temper tantrum? No, we ruined the moment. What moment? It's you farting. No, it's me singing the panel discussion, motherfucker. Well, you just did it. There you go. How about that? Just like Pete Rose, Pete Rose asked that at WrestleMania You can't 14. even talk. Shut up. Pete Rose, WrestleMania 14. I hate you. He said, how about it, Stooley Steve? He asked you. And then he asked Bill Buckner if he had two tickets, if he could bend over to pick them up. He said, how about it, Stooley Steve? Now in WrestleMania 15, he was there again. <laughs> oh, now. Baron, are you happy now? You made Stooley cry. I think it's just leaking liquid from Shut the, the fuck up! It's from your bowels, Stooley! Stop! Ow! Shut! Ah. Oh, they're fighting over there now. I, now they look to be hugging. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, we'll just leave them be. Yeah. All right. Well, we got an episode to do. Uh, so, so, what are we talking about today? Uh, we got a lot to talk about because, ladies and gentlemen, it is actually my fault this time that we did not have an episode. I know. I'm innocent. I was ready. <laughs> no is... one is innocent in the panel discussion. We're all guilty sinners. We are sinners. We are the worst. Um, yeah. I uh, I trying to catch up on sleep last week. I was sleep. super exhausted uh, between you working overnights when, you and then getting. When you're in the Matrix. Get... <laughs> I can't do that anymore. What? Why? Do you just, when you're in the Matrix, you just do kung fu all day and you get tired? It's a lot, man. When you're in the Matrix, do you just hear the same song over and over again? I don't go in the Matrix. Everybody I, I wants go... kung fu fighting. We don't do the Matrix here. I, I, I do Avatar. Avatar? That's terrible. I, mean, I get an Avatar. Oh, that's awful. That's the worst. <laughs> Stop raping the indigenous people's <laughs> land, you asshole. <laughs> Can't you do it? You do it enough here in the real world. Now you got to do it in your sleep? Just leave them alone, for fuck's sake. <laughs> God damn. 
So, yes, we apologize, everybody, that we missed. Uh, but we thank you for tuning back in uh, with us today. So what you been up to? Uh... I don't. I just. I'm kind of getting that spring cleaning mood. Oh, me too. I, I. I. actually mopped my basement stairs. It was arduous, but refreshing when it was done. That's isn't it nice because it had the cleaning power of pine saw. Oh, that's the power of pine saw, baby. I know because I have two cats and they drag their little litter shit up and down said <laughs> stairs. And uh, yeah, I found it and I'm like, you know what? These stairs are filthy. I'm gonna clean them. Yeah. No. Um. I feel. <laughs> I feel that they're little pitter patter feet. They're, they're assholes, little cats. They are. They are. Yeah. And they uh, lick their assholes, too. I don't get it. Yeah, so this, this guy licks his nuts. I know. Like, well, just, I guess they don't use toilet paper. Um, <laughs> hey, Stooley, use toilet paper over there? Shut the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Sorry, I just thought it, you know, questions. I don't like it. I bet Stooley's a baby wipe kind of guy, which is not wrong. I use baby wipes to No, it's clean. Off. Yeah. After my brother was born, my mom kept buying baby wipes. And That's my favorite part of uh, Deadpool 2. The 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 uh, toilet paper talk, yeah, that's a big sham. I totally agree. It's the biggest piece of shit in the world. Like that's <laughs> the the biggest sham business in the entire universe. It really is. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. If someone shat on your face, would you just take like a dry paper towel to wipe it off? No, no, exactly. You want it moist and exactly. wet. Yeah, clean it off. Exactly. Uh, I are... finally finished uh, Preacher. I read the whole shebang. You read everything. I read everything. I loved Good. it. I loved it. So I will be in, in, incorporating some of those books when uh, time fits. Okay. So, it's very blasphemous, so I will give warnings when warnings are, are due. If you believe in that sort of thing. If you believe in that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh but good read. I've heard good things about that. They, I loved they it. Did they do a TV show? They, they did. did they and I, I like the TV show, and that's why I, I found the books for cheap, and then I bought them, and then I, I had to buy a few missing pieces through Amazon for retail price. But, well, you know, it was worth it. And, um, yeah, it was nice to read it. Good. It was the same thing. Like, I, I saw the Watchmen movie, and then I read the comic, and I fell in love with both for different reasons. So it was kind of the same thing. It, it helps. Nice. It helps when you read I get that, like, like I get like that a lot because I'm so mainstream with a lot of my interests and stuff. So yeah. when something, you know, like a like I mean, again, go, going back to Star Wars, that seems to be the only thing we always revert back to. You know, my love of Star Wars eventually led me. It took me a little while, but to the Clone Wars yeah. show cartoon and just trying to catch up on everything, and it's really really good. So, um, so yeah, I I, I do enjoy that or just seeing something new and, and just going to dig up, learn about a character or something specifically, or just just reading source material. Yeah, it does it does help. Um, they, they both benefit each other. And clearly, too, in literature, they can take a little more chances and kind of push the envelope a little bit and dive into different things that they may not have the ability to dig into in the show. And uh, yeah, so to see that different end of the spectrum, like I started because like I like the boys' TV show. I found some of the comics, read them, and it was quite, it was like similar, but the same. Right. But different. So, um, it's same author, Neil Gaiman, and uh, I liked it. So, I was like, yeah, give it a shot. So, no. Oh, that's sorry. Good. Gareth Ennis. Neil Gaiman, it was uh, different. Different. So, Gareth Ennis was the author. Okay. But very good. Very good. All righty. Uh, so, that's cool. Um, the movie. Yeah, we've had a lot of pop culture shit happening. Yeah, we have. It's um, cool. I think we should go back to next week and start off. We wanted to start with Thor: Love and Thunder. We could do that. Was that last week or two? I think it, it was last week. Yeah, it dropped like um, I want to say last week, mm, Sunday or Monday. I okay. Think it was, I think it was Monday. It dropped. Okay, that so. makes sense. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. So we got to see a uh, of a different take, a, a, a fun Thor. 
right? Uh, Ragnarok fun was Thor fun. was fun. Oh, it was fun as heck. Uh, but like a different, more relaxed, like uh, peace-loving Thor. I think I don't. I didn't take the peace loving. I took it as like midlife crisis. Like he's trying to figure you out where that? he fits. Yeah, because he's like, and I, and I thought it played into like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't know where to go. Well, look into the eyes of the ones you love. And he's like trying to look at the guardians. That's Peter Quill's like just no, not, not <laughs> us, man. So I think like Thor is trying to fit in. Like he he was a god. He obeyed everything his father did. He was trying to do everything for Asgard, and it didn't work out, and he was rejected. He tried to fit in with the Avengers. He was trying to do that thing. That didn't well, work he out. Did. He was trying to be with Jane. Yeah. doing his Finding himself there, that didn't work out. So I feel like this is like his midlife crisis. So like, well, fuck, I, this didn't work out. I'm fat as fuck. Now I'm going to just Forrest Gump this shit <laughs> and get my chains. That was my favorite part, by the way, that of the was trailer. Neat. The fact that he was dressed up as Forrest Gump from, like, his marathon running <laughs> yes. scenes. Like, I was half expecting to zoom in and see Bubba Gump on his hat. I love this hat, those strongest Avengers. Oh, that was so great. It was so great. Um, so, and then, like, the next shot is, like, him Fabio style on a on a boat. Right. M- making out with some random girl. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's, like, his midlife crisis. That's, yeah, I feel like this is probably the last... One. Do you think this is the last Thor? Like time we're gonna get Hemsworth as Thor? Um, it, the, the trailer made it feel like it, even though like it didn't. It, it revealed a bunch, but not so much. But it feels I like feel, this is gonna be the curtain call. No, if it makes money, it won't. Okay, be his last. Well, I mean, it's up to Hemsworth ultimately. And if anything, it won't be like it'll be like the last Thor titled movie. But he'll pop up in other things. I feel okay. I'm f- I'm cool with that. Also, it seems like the the, the Asgardians of the Galaxy isn't going to last very long. No, I feel like this is the end. Like, yeah, like the. I I feel like the Guardians. I feel like the Guardians. It's going to be like the first like twenty, maybe thirty minutes of the movie, and it's going to be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You like, I've been trying to work my ass off on this Bowflex, and you're just fucking doing your shit. And look at you now, and look at me. I'm still the same. And Drax will probably make some comment about how you're, you know, you ate a meatball. From the fridge, that wasn't a meatball. That was my one of my massive shits. I hope it's humorous, but yeah, I seen that scene where like the the, the guardians were charging into battle, and he was walking away. I was like, oh, yeah, it's not going to last long. I wish. I mean, I wish we got it maybe through this. I don't know. Just just full, but I'm sure they'll do enough. I'm sure they'll do enough for it. But yeah, it it was kind of cool to see the guardians, you know, yep. at yep. the forefront a little yeah. bit. Uh, you know, in this trailer, playing a pretty significant role. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, the, we, we, uh, last time we, we met, we talked about how the toys leaked and like two of the toys were Guardians figures. Yeah. So I think they're going to play a, a semi-prominent role. So it should be, you know, which is great because we haven't seen them really. I mean, we've kind of get, been getting sprinkles of them. I mean, we got a little sprinkle in Infinity War, a little sprinkle in Endgame. Little, yeah. Uh, we're going to get a little sprinkle in this, and then we're going to get the holiday special later this year. So uh, I think it's a nice little to satiate your 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 want for build up towards the end guardians three yeah right build up towards the end so uh so yeah it was pretty cool we had our first look at uh of uh lady thor jane foster yep which was mighty uh, thor don't call her lady is it mighty mighty. she's mighty my apologies she's mighty thor my god natalie portman Mm -mm -mm. she's always been a great actress like i still like it's weird it's weird for me because like the first I like, what was the first so... movie you saw her in? It was probably episode one. Phantom Menace. Yeah. So the first movie I saw her in was Leon the Professional, and she's, like, fucking seven in it. And right. she's amazing. She's, like, phenomenal in that movie. But you see her as, like, a little kid, and then to see her now, it's just, like, 
Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would risk it all. <laughs> Doesn't, you know? Come yeah, on, Padme yeah. and Jane Foster. Come yeah, on. Well, not my cup of tea. Not my cup not of tea. Not your cup of tea? No, no. Oh, I, you know, you do you. Not not for me, though. I'd be like Jar Jar go, oh, Misa bomb bad. <laughs> Misa don't like the sand. Misa. Oh, oh so. She's perfect. She's a great actress. I love her. Oh, she's I very mean, good. I, I love very her under, very underappreciated. Um, but yeah, she's kind of been like that underrated girl crush in a lot of things. That like, you know what I mean? They never put her at the forefront. She'll never be like the Britney Spears, like girl think, crush, like teenage crush. No, she was for a while. I think she stepped away. Like, right? She's she's fucking smart as shit. Oh, I know. She got she's a degree from like Harvard. Yeah, she got a degree like languages from, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. She got a degree from Harvard. Like, I think she stepped away to avoid the traps of fame. Yeah. Um, and I totally respect that. But, like, I feel like, I mean, she had her, I mean, Star Wars was supposed to be her breakout. And, unfortunately, nobody broke out from that in good light. Like, everybody looked like dog shit. Because <laughs> George Lucas is only directing credits. Hey, man, Hayden Christensen. Faster, more intense. Faster, more intense. I can only imagine his sex life. God damn, George. Maybe oh. that's all he hears in his sex life. His wife's like, George, faster, more intense. She goes, okay, that helps me. Maybe it'll help everybody else. Jesus. Uh, you explain it better. That's the only thing I can muster. What? You explain why George Lucas has that only one directorial uh, uh, guideline. Quote. Faster and more intense. I guarantee his wife's like, George, come on, faster, more intense. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I got the job done. Oh, that's all I got to tell my actors? Ah, it works for me. It's got to work for them. Well, that would explain the prequel trilogy. Yeah, it sure would. It would. But uh, nobody, they were just running faster. Nobody was intense. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, Thor trail looks awesome. Simply yeah, put. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got off a tangent there, but you know. Simply put. No, yeah. I, I, I'm totally stoked for this movie. And it didn't give like an exact release date. It just said, what, June or July? July. I July. think it's July. Yeah, yeah, July. So, looks good. I think um, I think it's we're going to get towards the end of July. I think that's I feel like it's in the twenties. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's that uh, talks of we haven't seen Gore the God Butcher yet. No, which I was is happy. God, is it God Butcher or God? It, in the comics, he's the God Butcher. They're just calling him Gore. Okay, they're just calling him Gore. Yeah, they're saying that some of the rumors in in story not storyboard leaks, but some of the leaks that he's might be more powerful than Thanos. They're trying to build him up to be a pretty superior villain. Well, like in the trailer, you see that little shot and it looks like it's like they don't show Zeus. Right. But they show the lightning bolt. Yes. And yes. Kurt, Kurt Russell or Russell Crowe. Sorry. Yeah. Russell Crowe. And uh, yeah, apparently that's just going to be a scene where Gore comes and just lays waste to everybody, which I'm going to love because I fucking hate Russell Crowe. <laughs> so just to see him pop up and just get murdered, I'm going to be super happy. <laughs> that's why I love Man of Steel because fucking Kurt, Kurt, uh, Kevin Costner is just a piece of shit in my eyes. I just hate him. <laughs> I can't tell you why. I just don't like him. I have no rational explanation for this. <laughs> so maybe maybe Kevin Costner will pop up. You, you never know. No, you never know. Maybe he's going to be on a craft in the water. And maybe, um, you know, he'll be riding along there. And perhaps he'll find somebody named Nola. And he'll just fall under the water. And his gills will evaporate. And he'll just drown. <laughs> Quite possibly. I would hope so. Um, yeah, it's it was a nice little surprise to get that. And, man, what a – I haven't cared about sweet the song Sweet Child of Mine. I think it just hit Oh, right. that was so good. It was so good. They do such a good job with their music. Yeah. It means something. 
It always means yeah. Something. The shots of him like running. Yeah, Kid Thor. Like, yeah, um, so good. It's usually his son, I think. I think that was actually Hemsworth's son. I was did it? read. That's pretty cool. That it was him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Up next, what? Oh, Ezra Miller got arrested again in Hawaii. The Why doesn't he just it? leave Hawaii? <laughs> Can he just swim to the mainland? Or did he get on that SS Minnow and he was like with those those other seven castaways? <laughs> For that three-hour tour. Dude, the memes have been He just beat fantastic. the shit out of Gilligan to death. <laughs> Skipper's just hitting him with the hat. Well, Stop it, Ezra. I gotta, Stop it. I got to find this meme that the I professor's found. professor's smacking him with a coconut. Oh, this was so good. Thurston Howell the is just playing golf in the background. <laughs> Ginger and Marianne are just hugging each other, crying, because Ezra Miller's such a prick. He's a piece of shit. Um, okay, here it is. So it's the Peter Parker, Flash, Thompson fight from the very first... <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man, yeah. Sam Raimi, yeah, 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 and somebody put and in ca- in captioned the entire population of Hawaii. I don't uh, under Peter Parker. I don't want to fight you, Flash. And then they put Ezra Miller over over Flash tops. He goes, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. <laughs> Let me send this to you. <laughs> but the memes have been amazing, dude. Like what? The- and the other one, the other one. Remember, uh, it was Umbrella Academy season two when uh, um, they're driving by each other. Yes. The, the the I think it's twelve, and then what's her name? Oh, what's his name? Excuse me. Elliot uh, Elliot Page. Yeah. Elliot Page. One of them said it was the Elliot Page one was Amber. They captioned Amber Heard, and the other one was. Uh, I'm sorry. Was like, like all I hope, like okay, uh, with 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 Discovery taking over Warner Brothers and Time Warner Cable, uh, Time Warner everything. Yeah. Like the fuck, like you 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 fired Johnny Depp from this same fucking franchise, and. I don't know if you've been following the case. Oh, but I've been following it very closely. I'm, I'm sure most people have. Like he doesn't. He's not innocent, but he's not guilty either. Like Ezra Miller's a piece of shit. He's brought more bad publicity. Yeah. To that Fantastic Beast franchise. Now he's going to bring more bad publicity to the Flash franchise slash the DC universe franchise. Well, they said they're going to hold off on some Flash. Well, they should because yeah. he's a fucking halfwit. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, literally. Sorry, think- is he a he? I don't even know. I- <laughs> I don't even know to be I, honest with you. Yeah, I he's a monster. Um, I mean, literally, just leave Hawaii. It's not the place. Yeah, for why you. are you still there? Why are you still trying to fight everybody? Just go. It's Hawaii. Like, if you're going to be an asshole in one of the most serene states in the fucking country, like I get it if you're in, like Montana or like Wyoming, like what the fuck are you going to do there? Right. Like you're in Hawaii, beaches and palm trees, <laughs> and I don't even know if that's accurate. I'm just assuming because I've never been to Hawaii. And everything's expensive. Well, everything's expensive everywhere. Well, Welcome to everywhere. It's doubly expensive. Do we in live in New York State? You think things are that much better here, <laughs> price wise, than in Hawaii? Maybe. I mean, we don't have to import milk. <laughs> but they're. I think they're. They're. Okay. No. I know it's always been expensive there because they have to import a lot of yeah, stuff. New York, but is pretty what bad. we pay for pineapples, I'm sure they pay pittance. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, yeah, Ezra Miller, Jesus Christ. I bet we pay more for seafood than they do. Uh, that's probably true. And their seafood's probably a whole hell of a lot better than ours. Yeah, wahi, wahi, or mahi-mahi. Mahi-mahi, tuna, yeah. like just All that stuff. fucking sea bass. You ever had a sea bass down south in, like, Florida? No. You come up here and eat one. Oh, and like, had a golden crab. shit? Had a golden that's crab. not sea bass. That's a goddamn... <laughs> that's a trout it's, that it's they just pull, they parade around as sea bass. It's a guana. <laughs> fucking golden corral. <laughs> Nothing at golden corral is what it says it is. It's like this scene from Vegas Vacation. I'll take a little bit of the blue. I'll take a little bit of that yellow. 
I fucking love Golden Corral. So do I, but the last time I was there, I had to shit myself, but I couldn't because when I walked into the bathroom, there was a gentleman already using the shitter, <laughs> but there was no door on the shitter, so there he was, fucking dick out and all, just taking a massive shit, and I go, well, that scared me enough. <laughs> I already went. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ezra Miller, piece of shit. Um he was in that toilet, actually, at the Golden Corral. He probably was. Just floating around he in there. He probably was. He probably just, yeah. He was zooming around the bowl a million miles an hour. <laughs> That's ran- how they got all those streaks on the bowl. He gave Bono. The guy had to come in there with the scrubbing bubbles. He was like, what the fuck is all this? He gave Bono and Randy Marsh a run for their money. Oh, Bo- he makes Bono look like a saint. <laughs> like a saint. <sighs> actually, I actually, uh, I, uh. Grew a new fond respect for Bono. We just watched Sing 2 over the weekend. Oh, did you? And he was in there. And I didn't know it was him until the end. And I'm like, I liked his character. That was cool. Oh, was fuck. he the main character? No, he was that like, older guy? Yeah, but he wasn't like really in it that much. He was kind of like the kind of background. like gotcha. the trying to. He was like the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like gotcha. the, the veteran. They're trying to. The, but no, he was really good in it. Gotcha. Like, I, like the song came out. I'm like, oh, it's a good song. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is you too. I shouldn't like this, but I kind of do. <laughs> No, I get that. Uh, yeah, so the other thing we did kind of slightly mention was the old Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Trial, it's going on. Yeah. It's real like, life. Like, it's sickening. It is a little disgusting. I, 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 I'm I, sure people have seen the, the clip of like Johnny Depp like uh, when he keeps getting oh, cut off. And yeah. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't speak. Yeah. That was quite telling. Uh, it just showed his class and wit, I would say. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's this dude's a, Johnny Depp is a hot mess as well. But oh, for he, sure, he, for sure, no one. He did no, have that. Cla- you are right. He did have that like classic. He kind of had that Jack Sparrow snarkiness going with it. Like, let me guess, objection or hearsay you know, or something. Yeah, but like it that. wasn't like snarky. It was more like, huh? yeah, it was like it was just like witty. Right. I wouldn't say snarky. I'd say witty. It was like, huh? Is that yeah? Yes, it was a good okay. way. Um, but, and like yeah. I said, he's not innocent either. But my like, they're both guilty. It's a, it's a messy situation on both ends. Yeah. But the hypocrisy is that he lost and was fired from jobs, and she was not. That is correct. And she got to keep her jobs, and I hope that—I I really do feel in the long run that he—just like Robert Downey Jr. Like, look at all the, the gun charges, the drug charges. Right. The, he was just, you know, f- written off for decades. So I'm hoping that— um, Johnny Depp can swing back from this, which I think he will. I think he will, but I think he's going to be very selective because he's like he's legitimately hurt over the Disney thing. I know he he's did like, say, yeah, he I said he's not, not do, going to come back to Jack Sparrow. Which I don't believe he should. There's still Disney is still making money off his likeness. He is still yeah. on the Pirates of the Caribbean they, rides. They are still selling action figures and T-shirts, right. and things with his likeness on it. Yeah. After they 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 walked away from him, so I don't guilty. disagree he with was him at all. Guilty until proven innocent. That was yeah. kind of his yeah. thing. Yeah, and I don't blame him I, at all. I've for seen being a lot of way. interesting. This is a guy who, on, on his it. free time, would dress up as Jack Sparrow and hide in the attraction for hours on an end. Yeah, just to 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 surprise people and give them a Disney experience in quotation a special marks. one. Oh, I loved I loved seeing the videos of yeah, it. Yeah, that was so, great. It hurt, and, and I mean, and and and. Uh, and all said and done, I think Johnny Depp will bounce back because he's talented. Yeah. And Amber Heard will not because she's just a fucking piece of shit. She is not talented. I've seen her in many movies, and she's the same character in every single movie. They wanted no. to fire her from Aquaman 
before all this shit came out just because of her lack of chemistry with Jason Momoa. Right. She is not a good actress. She's garbage. That quote that she said to Johnny was very telling, the recording. That, like, that was eye-opening. The one that, you know, tell the world I'm Johnny Depp and I've been, you know, abused or whatever hit. Yeah. And, and nobody's going to believe you. Well, even the guy. shot where, like, he's, he's like, beating up the, ki- the kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Which I've done. I don't know about you, but, like... I get pissed at inanimate objects. Like when I get angry, right? I'll stub my toe and I'll just I'll just kick stuff. Like I'll kick a door. I'll, yeah. I'll slam cupboards. And the fact that she was like recording it, and then she stepped in front of the camera to hide it, and then like when he was done, he walked off, and then she like picked up the camera and she was smiling. Like instead of consoling your husband who's clearly upset, yeah, you're you're just gonna film him and then smile like. That's more telling on her than it is on him. I agree. And, I've been Team Johnny from start, so I'm a little biased. But like, I, I, what the f- I, I hate, I hate this. Like, where you know, uh, men are held apparently to a higher standard for no, their relationships. They, they are, and it's like it's 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 sad. Listen, these things go both ways. They do. I'm not saying that you you know every time that a guy's you know um, says that somebody didn't you know. Uh, denies a rape accusation that he's innocent but it's very telling you know or, or, and, and it works vice versa rape uh assault harassment any of that stuff you know it's 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 very telling that it's you know there, there's been this like thing this aura about around like you know believe all believe all women lately that's that's been a big thing well that's been that's been i think more so prominent when, when the me too movement came out which it needed to come out it because did. of weinstein and i totally understand why it did yeah but there was there was a lot of false accusations, which I feel have have timmered down. Now, in retrospect, like these these problems happened when the Me Too movement was at its top. Like if you watch on Stranger Tides, no wait, sorry, Dead Men Tell Mo, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, the last Pirates movie that came out, Johnny Depp visibly looks drunk throughout a lot of that movie, yeah. and that's when all this shit was going down. And, like, she caused a lot of that problem by smuggling in those dogs, which caused a huge uproar with the Australian government. Yep. Which he didn't know. Like, she just brought him in. She He, he thought that she did all the paperwork, which she did not. And it caused a huge commotion with the production of the company, uh, of the, 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 the movie. Yeah. Caused them much more money and production costs. They had to put the film on pause. They also had to put it on pause because there was, like, a natural disaster that happened that wiped out a lot of the sets. So yeah. the movie wound up costing a lot more than it, they anticipated. One, because of the, the set disaster, which, okay, you can't blame anybody for that. But with this, it was like Depp was drunk. Depp was because he was dealing with all this stuff. So nobody's innocent. And you don't but, do that. I feel like you don't do that type of stuff either unless there's something else going on. I mean, obviously, the drug, there is obviously, like, a there's, he was, yeah, uh, there's a mental yeah. health thing. And obviously, you know, that whole legal thing. The, the the mental I, I would dare say some kind of abuse. He's been a, also he's been in Hollywood for all, yeah. almost all of his life. Yeah. There's a lot of mental uh, extent stress and abuse that kind of yeah. comes with it. We've we've it's well documented. You know, I did like the one. And stuff. I did like the one quote that Depp had that he says, "I have never abused anyone physically or emotionally except for myself." Right. Which uh, a lot of his close friends, former. Lovers have come forward and said, "Yeah, that's true." Yeah, he's a he's a gentle soul. So I just hope it ends quickly, ends where I, I would say both parties can just get back to what they can do. But I'm I'm sorry, I'm a little against Amber Heard because she seemed to push this envelope forward. 
Yeah. She was the antagonistic party, if you ask Pushing me. it, pushing it, pushing it, and and Johnny took the fall for it. I mean, everybody. Yeah. I, I'll did never anybody, forget you, social media. Did you even know who Amber Heard was before she married Johnny Depp? Not really. Exactly. She was like a, a, a C, D-list actress. Right. Johnny Depp at that time was a tippy-tippy top of the A-list. He's been tippy-tippy top for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it's been uh, it's it's sad. It's eye opening, and you know, again, it's it's unfortunate because there are a lot of women out there who experience real stuff that they don't that doesn't get acknowledged and whatnot. But it, you know, and this is a this is a kind of a, a black eye on that yeah. stance. It's it's horrid, and I mean, the fact that she even said it was was awful. But I just like I I'll never forget the day like that day that. You know, it, all, all the stuff comes out. Johnny Depp abuser and all everybody who just turned on him instantaneously. Oh, it made me so mad. Like, it's, I mean, people like, very like, close to me yeah. are like, "Oh, Johnny Depp's a piece of shit." And these are people who idolize Johnny Depp and thinks he's this heartthrob and this incredibly talented actor. And they turned on him instantaneously because of you know, yeah, what 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 news media and stuff told well, them. Well, that's the the narrative. It is. It happens. But it, and then and then now some of them are some of them are doubling down. They're like, "Oh, whatever." He's still awful he's but. not innocent but he's not innocent he, but he deserved he got a lot of the hate where amber heard was pictured as like the, the victim the, yeah the victim and they're both victims and they're both you know yeah the the the, the perpetrator of the 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 bad acts as well i agree so um equal equal punishments for both i should say yeah I don't even know. I mean, what's the trial even? Is this, is this about Johnny's he's, innocence? He's, he's, no, or? he's he's suing Amber Heard for a hundred million dollars for in um, uh, what do they call that? Defamation. Defamation. Okay. Suit. Thank you. And then she's counter suing just uh, for I don't know what. Yeah. Some of the fa- yeah some of the faces she's made. Is like, oh, she's punchable. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that, but she's punchable. <laughs> she's made a lot of faces throughout this trial that it's like, oh, she's just screaming. Not that I'd f- punch a woman. I'm just saying no. it's punch- punchable. Face. I get it. I completely get it. Um, so enough about that. Uh, I went to the movies this weekend. What did you see at that? Do, how much popcorn did you eat? Uh, not a lot. Oh, I, okay, good. I did good the pretzels with cheese. Pretzels with cheese. That's my favorite. How long did it take for that cheese to coagulate into some kind of hard product? Yeah. Not long. Exactly. <laughs> you got to eat that shit hot. Yeah. Or you got to put it in your loins and really heat that shit up. <laughs> I like that. Shut up. Shut yeah, up. Well, no, not st- stoolie. Don't fart for the cheese to make it warm up again. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> then you're going to have shit cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Go away. Uh, I, Yeah, my dad. So it was my dad's birthday on Saturday. And well, happy birthday to Father Melian. Yeah. He's a good dude. Uh, do you want to go see Morbius? I'm like, oh. But I'm like, it's his birthday. Of course, I'm going to go see it. And I went in with the most negative like connotation because it's been getting buried. Yeah. Like, the movie has been getting buried by critics, everybody, everybody on Facebook. And I went in. I didn't go in open-minded. I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And I actually enjoyed it. Okay. You know what I mean? Usually if I go, it's... It's one of those things. If I know a movie's gonna be bad going into it, usually it stays bad. You yeah. know, I, mm-hmm. I or I'll, there's times where I'm super excited for a movie, and it turns out way worse than I hoped had hoped it for. But very rarely do I go into a movie with low expectations and it comes out on the other side. I've had that. happen. I thought it was fine. Okay. I mean, I, listen, I I, I think pe- we're spoiled. We're a spoiled generation, obviously. 
uh, where everybody thinks that if a film is not MCU, that it's not good. As far as the superhero category goes, yeah. As far as the superhero category well, well, goes, well, I thought that after Endgame, like, where do you go from here? When you can't go back to like a single hero story, because like, and that's why I feel like Shang Chi. They've interwoven other characters. Uh, Spider-Man, obviously, interwoven other characters. Yeah. Doctor Strange with the multiverse, they're interwoving other characters. Um, I feel like you can't just do a straight-up, like, single-hero origin story and have it make a ton of money unless unless it's, like, the be-all, end-all, upper echelon of popular characters like Joker. It has to be. Yeah. I, Even Batman. Like, I, I just watched the Batman. Well, as many pe- people probably did because now it's on HBO Max. Right. But, like, if that was just Batman and Riddler, would it have enticed that many people to go in? No, they had to throw in Penguin. They had to throw in A couple little side characters. Yeah, yeah, they had to throw in Gordon. I mean, obviously, Alfred's going to be there. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if they would have just done Riddler and it would have been a shorter movie, if it would have been a better movie, and... Would it, but would it have made as much money? Probably not. Right. So, no, it's it's entirely possible. But but yeah, there's like there's this quota, right? It's the big name guy. Yeah. It's the big name characters. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Morbius was a strange, uh, so, you know, not a strange, but as far as you know, going a solo movie, you know, Morbius is not probably at the top of my list of Spider-Man villains oh, to, gosh, to go no. to. No. Um that goes to the Green Goblins, the Venoms, the Carnages, the Doc Ox, the the Sinister Six characters. But I feel like he falls in that bracket where like Sony's like, "Well, we can't use these characters. What will you let us use, Marvel?" Oh, the D-list villains? All yeah. right, let's see what we can do. And- like with Craven coming up, like oh, yeah. a lot of people like Craven, but like not enough for a movie. No, exactly. Not, not enough for not, a movie. Especially not a singular movie. Like, right. what the fuck? And I think they made the best of their situation. I Which think they I made they yeah. made the best of it. I honestly didn't hate it. I know Jared Leto is Jared Leto, and a lot of people just do not like him. He's been a part of some doozies. of. He's just a weird style of acting. But I thought he, he, he made the Mor- Morbius character fine, interesting, funny and sometimes. Uh, but it was a nice perspective of it. And to be honest, the whole time... I didn't have a hard. I didn't have a difficult time picturing this Morbius portrayal with MCU characters, and that's like an important thing. Okay, I had a hard time picturing Venom, like the Venom that we've seen with MCU Spider Man with any Spider Man. I had a hard time picturing that combination, but Morbius it, it felt natural. Okay. It it see. I thought they actually did a pretty good, as good of a job as they could. And people are probably like, "Oh, this is a bad take." Um, I really invite you to go see the movie. You know, the the main villain thing was weird, uh, and they, you know, it fell for it. It one of its faults it was, was main villain Dracula. No. Damn it! I want Dracula's. No, it's one of the Doctor Who characters. The one of the Doctor Who guys. He's Doctor he, Strange. No, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> what? Oh, it's uh, yeah, the, okay, one of Matt the, Smith. I think it's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one who got the, the big face. What's his character though? He's he ends up becoming a vampire too. No, he's a Dracula. He's not Dracula. They no, call him no, Milo. No, no, no. I, I, in my, in I know my, what you're. No. I know what you're going. I no, know what you. I find it much more funny <laughs> if you don't refer to vampires as vampires and you refer to them as Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> Not Dracula, Dracula's. Okay. It makes me... It's like what my mom used to call Pokemon, Pokemans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Now, how funny is like, oh, as I heard a Dracula's coming. <laughs> it's so it makes tickles my fancy. It is funny. I know. I my sister used to do stuff, say stuff like that all the time. Uh, I only say this because there's a client that I train, and he's 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 got special needs, and we go through some some rigmarole, and he goes. Bleh. Oh no, there's vampires, and then I just started calling them Draculas. Oh, oh no, there's Draculas coming, and it just makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> I just do it to pop myself. Oh, there's Draculas coming. Draculas coming. Oh no, Draculas are up there. <laughs> and I guess, I, and then I, I recently found out apparently this is like a Norman McDonald comedy sketch where he's talking about like vampires. But like he never says vampires, he just calls him Dracula. Dracula the whole time. <laughs> it's just hilarious to watch. Him. That like, sounds like a very Norm Macdonald. Yeah, thing. It's like, Dracula's came in and. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Norm like, Macdonald. I think but... it was like him like um, going through Twilight and just calling. Yeah, his family of Dracula's came up. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Norm, man. His uh, comedy is top so tier. Uh, we have the internet. Yeah. Um, but try that, folks. Don't refer to vampires as vampires. Call them Dracula's, Dracula's. and you you will laugh. Like how would you not? I'm I'm chuckling right now. <laughs> Stuhl, you like that Dracula's? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to ask you that question. I'm just saying, uh, eat a lot of garlic so you have it in your shit, so the Dracula's won't come suck your blood. Oh, they could suck something. Oh, what are you talking about? What? What say you? What will they suck? What will those Dracula suck? Hmm? What say you? We were talking about Christopher Lee and Count Dooku. Hmm? He was the original Dracula. The original? The, the original. My baby brother Ivan Kirshner had the pleasures of working with Sir, Sir Christopher Lee in many a motion picture for film, for cinema. Yes. Hmm. All right, Baron, you, you can just get Come on. Just go eat that garlic so the Draculas won't suck your blood. Hey, Baron, what the fuck have you ever done? All you do is reference your brother. I have lived in my baby brother's shadow for quite some time. Let me tell you what I have done. I have constantly eaten a loaf of garlic bread every single night to keep the Draculas at bay. What have you done, good sir? Hmm? Shit your pants? Shit your britches? Hmm? Ah! Oh, shit. Fuck! Ah! Get away! Stooley, stop! I have garlic knots in the in the oven! Come on, let's dine on some garlic knots! <laughs> All right, Stooley, Stooley, Stooley. Garlic's not good. No, I understand you prefer the garlic biscuits from the lobster of red. Is this correct? Yes. I'm, um, yes, sorry. Yes, you love no, the... That's correct. All right, let's go to the lobster of red. <laughs> we will free all the lobsters. And then dine on the garlic knots. Let's go. That's my kind of party. Come on, Stooley. I guess they're to going. To the lobster. I guess they're going red lobster. I guess they're going to free those lobsters. Good for them. I always wanted a pet lobster. <laughs> I used to love watching them fight at Tops. Oh, I, I hear fights. if you like, if you take the, the the rubber bands off one, he will kill the rest. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the lobsters are wild, savage. But uh, but yeah, I I did enjoy Morbius. I'm not gonna lie, I did I did enjoy it. Uh, I look at it, 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 you know, from a non as a non MCU movie. I was I was fine with it. I was yeah, fine. I, I'll watch it once I can, like for streaming. I'll probably run it at Redbox or something. But yeah, I I had no intent to see it in the theater. They so. they did a uh, their. I heard post credit scene yeah, was pretty like uh, how, why and how they brought the vulture back in. But how? Like he went through the portal. Yeah. So it. it but he it was, still has the same armor. Yeah. It and was, he doesn't care about his family. Basically. And he has a grudge against Spider-Man for what reason? Yeah, it was a little weird. 
Yeah, he, he met says, Morbius. Hey, Morbius, you like hate Spider Man too. Like, why would he hate Spider Man? He doesn't even know. I don't Spider-Man think he straight up said that he hated Spider Man, but he said we could do a lot of good work together. Uh, I got problems with Sp- the Spider Man, and I, I can't remember it verbatim, but it was a little, it was a little weird. But um, you know, I, I just yeah, I heard that w- that was quite uh, not good. Yeah, so didn't get it. Cool to see Michael Keaton again, but uh, didn't quite get it uh that part but other than that you know i thought it was a fine film i thought it was a fine film uh, it was it was neat i thought they did a good job of bringing a vampire a dracula's movie to the yeah. you know mcu somehow was it better than dracula's untold never seen it neither did i <laughs> uh what else we got news wise um oh toys all right people the toy news has been uh for all you adult collectors living in your parents' basement who have never had coital sex. <laughs> We're talking to you. <laughs> We're talking to you. No, I could I could see the, the, the point. I'm curious how this is going to affect the toy industry. Um so uh the federal government put a ban on how you could use plastics like a couple years ago. And it was set to go into effect in twenty twenty three. And it's gonna be going into effect later this year. Um, and the first company was Hasbro, and the first line they revealed packaging for was Hasbro uh, Marvel Legends. And it's pack, it's a plastic-free packaging, so it's just like a box with the picture of the figure that you're getting. Right. And then the figure's supposed to be inside. Yeah, we did. T- I think we touched we, on we, this a little we've, bit last we've, year. We've, yeah. uh, we've talked about this, but now like they've they've released the images of the packaging, and people are are going up in arms. Plus, it doesn't help that there's like a huge markup and huge increase in you know inflation wise. Uh, I think they they were normally nineteen ninety nine, then they went up to twenty two ninety nine. Now they're going up to like twenty six twenty seven ninety nine, which you know that, that's a huge price hike. Um, which I will say this, and it's probably going to be a very I wouldn't say unpopular, but probably unexpected opinion. And I, I implore the toy collectors, which I'm right there with you, to uh, to uh, engage in this same state of thought. A thank you to the toy industry. Because now I'm going to be very selective in what I get and why I get it. Right. I was very much like a hodgepodge, like pick, 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 pick. Uh, now I feel like I'm going to be much more... Um, concisive with what I pick up, so um, no, that's good. I I was I was big on that, so um, I don't. <laughs> Matt just sent me a funny text. <laughs> I made that, uh... <laughs> but, but yeah, don't poop in people's beds, people. <laughs> just don't defecate in someone's bed. That's not cool, unless you do it because by accident. But if you do it on purpose, that's not cool. That's not cool, unless you're an animal. Which maybe she is, I don't know. Maybe. But I'm uh, back to the toy news. Um, the thing that kills me, which, which like I never thought of this. People are like, well, you know, people are going to buy a toy and they're going to cut it open. They're going to put a different toy in there. They're going to seal it and they're going to return it. Why don't people do that with Legos? You like I've never could. bought a Lego set and opened up and like, oh, that's a hodgepodge of parts that that doesn't belong here. Right. Like that's just weird to me. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they, they there was collectors that asked. They had a live panel discussion uh, with the Hasbro Marvel Legends team. Yeah, thank you. And uh, <laughs> someone asked one of the guys, like, "Well, what about you know people who are gonna, you know, put different figures in the box and return it?" 
And the guy's answer was like, well, just buy online. And then, like, with online, it's even higher because you're paying, like, if something's normally, like, for instance, if some, something at retail is $25, yeah. you're probably paying $27, $28 online, plus you're paying for shipping. So it makes the the hobby that much more expensive. So And not as fun as well, right? No, because I mean, you, you're you Yeah, right, like half the fun is the hunt. Right. And if you can, and and it's been tough like the last 5 years has been very hard to find things at retail. Even at like specific independently owned collector shops, it's tough. And uh so I've been getting a lot of stuff online and it's cool when you get that big package, but it's just like, "Huh? I didn't earn this." Like it's just there. So, like, me personally, I've been selling a lot of my stuff and purging my collection. Yeah. And it's actually been very nice mentally to just to get rid of this stuff. Because it's like, yeah, it's cool, but, like, okay, it's there. Like, what am I going to do with it? Like, Yeah. And so it, it feels good to purge that stuff. So I implore you to, to, to uh, entertain that same thought process. Just collect the stuff that you're really passionate about instead of the stuff. Because there's so much out there. They're just making stuff for everything they now. Do. And I feel like it needs to be honed down a little bit. It's cool that we're getting stuff that we never thought we'd get, but like they're just making stuff to make stuff. They and and they're flooding, they're making tons of stuff and it's very rarely getting to retail and if it is it's, it's in so weird limited how, quantities. Yeah. It's so weird how oversaturated the market has become yet it's still no end in sight. Yeah, like like, it, like for instance right now like like if if you're a Star Wars collector, which many people are. I mean, that's a line that a lot of people Dip their toe into that was their first, because that was like really the first collectible toy series. If you think about it, in the seventies, like there's been GI Joes, there's been Transformers, there's been Turtles, there's been Power Rangers, there's been Thundercats. There's other lines, but like Star Wars was like the start of the collectible toy, right? And like right now, if you're a Star Wars collector, you probably have. If you're getting everything, Black Series and Vintage Collection. Which there's no difference. One's just six inches. One's just three and three quarters. You probably have over 120 pre-orders out right now. Right. When are they coming? You don't know. You don't know. They don't know. Just okay. And some of those pre-orders get canceled on a whim, no reason. They just get canceled. So I, I I say look at it in a positive. Like I feel like these toy companies have forced me to be like, just think wiser. Okay, I will. Especially with the, the the price hikes. Some people are yeah, the price hikes have been bad, but some people are still gonna fall for it, and it's just gonna they it's will. Gonna never but end. but yeah, it's not your problem. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's the way the business works. Yeah. You can't look at it like okay, when I was a kid, toys were five bucks. Figures are not five dollars anymore. They're twenty five to thirty dollars a piece. We just had a conversation about Star Wars toys. Uh, right? It was the Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars toys. About how affordable some of them used to be. Yeah, they were five ducks, five like the power of the force line in the nineties. I mean, granted, that's like it's it's crazy to think about, but that was like almost twenty. That was twenty five years ago. Ninety seven was when the power of the force line yeah. really started hitting again. Yeah, when the special editions came out. So it's twenty five years ago, but they were five dollars a piece. Right, but, but I can, but, I can but, go. But when you'd go to Walmart, they literally had an entire aisle of just Star Wars. Correct. And, and I can do I can do a had... chore. I can do a chore at home, get a five dollar allowance to go run to Toys R Us and buy a toy. Yeah, yeah. And you could buy one that you wanted. And yeah, like you said, Toys R Us, you still had specialty toy shops that were a chain. Now there there are no chain specialty toy shops. You have Walmart, Target, and that's it. Right. That are chains. Everything else is like individually owned. If you're lucky enough to have a toy store or a privately owned toy store in your town, or one or two or three, if you're really, really lucky, great. But like, well, I, I we only have one around here. 
And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, man, it's tough. It's tough out there. Everything's changed so drastically. So, um, but, but this week, um, Lego news, uh, May the 4th is coming up. I, that'll happen before we, um, talk to you again. So there are, I, I would like to let you know, there are a lot of Lego sets being released on May 1st. Um, Star Wars related. And then from May 1st to May 5th, I believe, uh, there are promotions going on. If you spend $40 in Star Wars toy or Legos, you get uh, like a little $5 poly bag of an ad at. If you spend 70, you get and and your VIP member, which is a free service. All you have to do is sign up. It's right. just a, a reward program. You get a little keychain of a piece of best car with the logo of Lego on the back. That's cool. But the huge one is if you spend $160, you get a little playset of the Lars Kitchen with Aunt Beru, with a little Aunt Beru minifigure, which has never been done in Lego before. So uh, I think that's that's pretty cool because, like, May the 4th promotions lately have been pretty garbage since, like, 2013. Yeah. They always used to do like a, right a when minifigure. Disney took over it. No, Weird. well, was that was it that long ago? They twenty twelve. They they bought it and uh ended. I think yeah, ended twenty twelve. So yeah, the last minifigure they offered was like Admiral Yularzin. Was like he's the he's the guy who does the voice at the beginning of the Clone Wars. Yes, but then in A New Hope, he's got like white hair and a white mustache. He's just seen in that boardroom where Vader chokes that guy, and then the guy uh, dies of uh, erotic asphyxiation. So um. This is the first time since then that they've given a uh, minifigure. Granted, it comes with the build, but it's still really cool, like, especially an exclusive minifigure. And I honestly can't see them making an Aunt Beru <laughs> ever again. So uh, I, would, I, would, I would plan ahead. There's a few new sets that are coming out. Uh, I would get on this early, folks, because um, those sets sell out. The exclusives that, like, the, the gifts with purchase might not sell out, but, like, the sets that are highly sought after will sell out and then you'll be like just buying shit that you don't want just to get the 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 gift with purchases so get on there early i haven't seen yet when it's going to go eastern time or you know standard time pacific time but i would i would imagine it's usually like 12 o'clock eastern time on the first of may that those promotions go live so so yeah look out for those if you're you know into the, the the collecting deal that is those exclusives are fun but yeah they get just get jacked up as soon as they as soon as they hit the resale market it's it's even it's atrocious but more importantly on the first you can get muppet legos so just go get those yeah those are way better way better <laughs> uh is that it for news is it comic book time i think so oh man i am excited what are you reading i have something so this past week this week this just a couple days ago Sony's getting uh, they're announcing some future films that they have planned, right? Okay. Um are we getting a Doctor Octopus movie? No. Uh are we finally getting that Black Cat Silver Sable movie? Is it no. Madam Web? Are we getting a Madam Web movie? I no. What? Uh um, Uh let's see who else. are we getting a Green Goblin movie? No. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We're gonna get um the shocker. No. Damn it. But guess what Spider-Man villain we're getting in a movie in? Doppelganger. Nope. Hmm. El Muerto. I don't even know who that is. Neither do I. So I read a comic book with featuring one of two comic books that featured El Muerto. El Muerto. We're getting a fucking 
Al Muerto movie. Is he like the Tarantula? Playing by Bad Bunny, who's WWE. Really? Yeah, WWE rapper guy. I don't hate him, but... Uh, no, I don't either. But I, do, Cool for him. Yeah. El Muerto. Unique. El Muerto. What, what does that mean? I, I'm not good with the Spanish. Death. I think it's the death. Or the something. death. Oh, I bet he's a so real this, good anti-hero. I, so honestly, I looked into the character's powers and stuff. They're kind of cool. It's a, it's a, he's a lucha libre. He's a luchador okay. with a mask that bestows powers on him. So it's now, kind does, of cool. Does he look like? Uh, let me guess. Does he look like El Santo? He, he, he has a. He has a Bane. It's like a Bane mask. I'll try and see here. I'll oh, Bane in. was a uh, luchador. Okay, he kind of looks like Miracle Man. Yeah. Well, this is his thing. It's passed down generation to generation. Which most luchador masks are, folks? Right. Is he like La Parca? Does he dance like uh, La Parca? I didn't see him dance. He's very Hoovy. serious. Is he like Hoovy? <laughs> Does he have the juice? I, he's strong. He's he's definitely he feels like a bane, like a non venom my venom like venom toxic uh, bane. Okay, that's what he feels like. Uh, but he is definitely the antihero. So we're gonna read a, his a book about El Muerto today. I'm curious. Let me hear about uh, El Muerto, fr- folks. Folks, his- this is the first time I'm gonna be on the. I don't need the whole seat cushion right now because I'm just gonna be on the edge of it. I seen it because I can't wait. To hear I about seen it. I watched Twitter's loser mind, and then here we go. So he debuted in Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man number six from two thousand and five. So wow, that long ago. Okay, that long. What ago. a time! So the cover is actually really 20 cool. Twenty odd five. That was a good year for me. Yeah, that was my freshman year of high school. Um, I was out there doing God knows what because <laughs> he knows. He knows. I shan't say. So tell me what El Muerto's up to in twenty out five. All right. So the cover's actually really cool. It's uh, it looks. Is it the Stark? That the, the armor looks familiar. I can't put my finger on it. That's uh, that looks very much like the like the comic uh, Iron Spider suit. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was yeah. thinking too. Uh, it starts the the covers El Muerto having him in a headlock. And uh, having Spider-Man in a headlock. Is he applying it correctly is the question. Uh, there's room for elbows. There's room for elbows. A little bit of daylight. Mm. Um, got to get snubbed with that. It. Yeah, and then it up, the dude. first panel is El Muerto. He's got Spider-Man in a full Nelson. What he should do is apply the headlock like Lance Storm used to. Instead of holding here, you just do the full Nelson. You really get deep in there, folks. Absolutely. you got to apply the headlock. Russell you watch Russell. Lance Storm. He's Perfect headlock. Great I love, headlock. I love Lance Storm. Uh, but let's be serious here for a minute. Now. Come on. <laughs> but J. Jordan Jameson's in the crowd. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Muerto, you've got him now. And uh, I think this is J. Jordan Jameson's son. He goes, "Come on, Spidey, stop messing around with him. Show him who's boss." And then Mary Jane's watching on the. Cu- it's on the TV. She's watching on a couch. Aunt May's gonna kill me. Aunt May's gonna kill me. Aunt May's gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, I like how they go back to the wrestling roots, though. Oh, I yeah, I appreciate. I, oh, I, oh, uh, real quick, did you hear that they uh, they edited Spider Man, the original Spider Man movie, San Raimi's? Oh, they cut some scenes out. They cut out the scene where Bonesaw's like, "Come on, Spider Man!" He's like, "Oh, that's a cute costume. Did your husband make it." Yeah, so they cut that line out. Yeah, I, I, I did oh, hear about that. I get, I get, it makes sense. Do you? I, it's silly. It makes sense to me. Um, for TV, just leave it on the DVDs. <laughs> uh, uh, El Muerto's like, surrender, I have no wish to hurt you. And Spider-Man's like, oh, that, that works out fine. 
Um, and he goes, since I have no wish to be hurt by you, now Lego more toe. So Spider Man does like a, almost like a sliced bread thing, like a standing like reverse. Ooh, yeah, yeah, like Dan, Dan uh, Brian Kendrick style. A little bit, just stand standing straight up, um, and, and just kind of going back over. Uh, and yeah, they're fighting whatever. Uh, it just this big battle ensues, and Spider Man's giving you know witty conversations, and it's just back and forth. And J. Jonah Jameson's just he's all about it. He's all about Elmerto beating Spider Man's ass. Uh, and then it goes to a flashback scene where J. Jonah Jameson's actually tied up in his house, and there's a bunch of people that have been tied up in a chair. They want to kill him because some editorial thing that Jonah Jameson posts in the in the Daily Bugle led to this guy's brother's arrest. Uh, okay. And right before this guy's about to shoot him in the head, El Muerto jumps through <laughs> the front window. Uh, his English, he acknowledges, is terrible. It's kind of interesting. He goes, back away. The weapons are to be put down by you. Uh, so he tries the whole English thing, and he ends up saving J. Jonah Jameson, beats up these thugs, tie, uh, ties them up, unties J. Jonah Jameson, and uh, he's like, yeah, I've been watching you for, he's telling JJJ uh, that, you know, he's been watching him for a while, and um, he wanted to save him because he asked him, he wanted to ask him something, and basically he wanted to challenge Spider-Man to a wrestling match to prove like a worthiness or so, or something like that. But um, so there yeah, they show it. They go back and forth, back and forth. Uh, there's actually a point where J. Jonah Jameson is talking to uh, to Robbie. Uh, oh God, what's his last name? I know. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie was always like the one who was on. He's like the Spider-Man. assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've Robbie. Yeah, I always just remembered him as Robbie. I don't know his last. I name. forgot. I feel like he had a full name. I'm sure, I'm sure he, he did. did. Yeah. Um, most people do. But J. Jonah James was talking to him. He, he actually thought that that Spider Man was J. Jonah Jameson's son for a bit. Yeah, he, just, was an, he was an astronaut. Yeah, he was classically trained on all that agility stuff. He was. So he actually thought it was, it's. it's Really, it's it's peculiar. Anyways, Peter Parker's like a teacher at uh, at a high school, and he's breaking up a fight. And all of a sudden, Flash Thompson shows up. He's the coach. He's a coach. Uh, and Peter's like, "What? You were in a coma? This and that." How but- did Flash like his uh, vacation in Hawaii? <laughs> you probably got to do a fight with Ezra Ezra Miller. Probably. Oh man, Flash versus Flash. Probably. How did we survive? <laughs> uh. Peter and, and Flash goes to a uh, oh a Black Adam trailer. Oh, they um, they CinemaCon. They they just Dwayne Johnson introduced the Black Adam trailer. It's not yeah, up it was yet. Was a while ago. That was the one where like the, the opening scene, he just kills somebody. He just eviscerates them. Really? Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh yeah, interesting. We talked about it. I remember it. Okay. Because like the opening, he like literally punches like and uses lightning powers to like just like turn a guy into dust. It's like that was just like a normal SWAT guy doing his job. You're a dick. I don't remember that. I'll have to go look it up again. Yeah. But I guess they they they, they They'll just probably got to change that too. Probably. Yeah, I would think so. Probably. Uh but anyways, they're talking this is kind of like a precursor thing too, like little flashbacks in between the wrestling match, but Flash is like, yeah, whatever, Spider-Man's, you know, a real hero. He's going to go do this wrestling thing. Uh, you know, do it for charity and and this and that. And Flash ironically goes, "Yeah, that you wouldn't understand that later, PD." Um, just messing with them. Anyways, we cut back and uh, El Muerto's doing the whole, like the Thor or the the Hulk Loki thing. Yep. 
to uh, to Spider Man, slamming he, him back and he's forth. He's got like an ankle lock pile driver. He's just beating the crap out of him. And they show a flashback to El Morto and how he got his abilities. And there's some like not like Grim Reaper thing, but it's 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 showing his dad passed down the mask to him essentially, um, and becoming. Just Doesn't becoming like kind of like Black Panther wasn't it like the mask. Yeah, actually, you know, now that you mention it, it kind of yeah. reminded me of that a little bit. Um, I just more just more flashback stuff. And now they're showing cuts. It's actually kind of funny. They're showing all these superhero like characters watching the fight from TVs, <laughs> like Wolverine. And, and oh, uh, wrestling's huge in Canada. Of course, he's watching. Wolverine sitting watching. It'd be it. great if he's watching it like the Stu Stu Mansion, the Stu Hart Mansion <laughs> next to Stu Hart, and he's just like, eh. eh. And then Smith Hart's fingering <laughs> cat's buttholes. <laughs> That's fucking Stu Hart for you, folks. S- love him. God rest his soul. Smith Hart's a character, too. Rest his oh, soul, They're too. All, all the Hart family. Yeah. God love them. I love them all. Uh, all right, so we get to the conclusion of the match, and uh, Almorto's almost got him, and Spider-Man, like, he punches him or sta- does he, he rips his gear and he like knocks him out. He like punches him in the leg. It's really it's and and, and messes him up. Oh, he does like a little spider dagger thing, like a spider web dagger. It's kind of cool. I've never seen this before. He did it and he stabbed it in Morto's leg. Oh, what a dick! And knocks him out. What an asshole! And J. Jonah James is like he had he a knife. The femoral He's like, he had a knife in his sleeve. I saw it. And and well, that's very Mexican. And and Morto just passes out. And this like cloaked guy goes alas. Port Juan Carlos, that's his name. Time to collect your mask and your life. So it's it's. I like this things. a lot, actually. I'm. I'm. This is kind of fun. I, I didn't know anything about this character, but but if you're gonna have a like a a Mexican superhero tying it into Lucha Libre, I think is a great idea because now now I'm not coming at this from ignorance. Like I, I wrestled in Mexico for two weeks, right? In Mexico City. And the people there, like how you and you and I and most people, like we go to a, a Halloween store, right? And you see Batman, you see Superman, you see Spider Man, you see Captain America. No, like down in Mexico, like they have masks of the luchadors. I have a Colts. I found a Colts mask from Cozumel, Mexico. Dude, they, like, they, they like, have Colts. They have yeah, masks for everything. Yeah, like, but but the people who are wrestling down there, you can buy their masks and like they're celebrated like heroes. There's comic books on them. There's yeah. magazines on them. They're like revered. So I think that's a really cool aspect to take if you're going to go into the like the Mexican superhero. I think that's awesome. Like, yeah, he would totally like come up in Lucha Libre because they still think wrestling's real down there. Like, I literally was almost killed because I was a gringo. Like, this white kid, uh, I hate you. Yeah. And like, I literally had like full bottles of beer thrown at me. I had diapers full of shit thrown at me. Like, it was wild. Holy shit. Would I trade it for anything? No, I loved it. But I'm just saying. Like that makes sense. I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It wasn't a bad story. They haven't really done anything with El Muerto, though. It, it's, no, it's only I been two or him. three comic appearances. So, like, but that's why like, it's so weird for them to kind of do a. St- I think you got a clean slate, though. There's little expectation. You can just go in the direction you want to go, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. And Bad Bunny's such a like a hot commodity right now. They're like, hey, we you want to do superhero movie? And he's like, I want to do El Muerto. What's that? I don't know. You do these two issues. Okay. Especially with his relationship with wrestling. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah, how many, that does make sense. How many yeah. Canadian destroyers are going to be whipped out in that movie? All Probably like seven. All of them. Yeah, it's going to be Canadian like natural Libre. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So that was it. Uh, de- debut of El Muerto. 
and Spider-Man. So. All right. So I was fortunate enough to get my hands on a Thor number one from 2014. Okay. The first appearance of Jane Foster as Thor. Very good. Okay. Yeah. So I got my hands on this. Um, so it starts off with a uh, like a deep sea expedition, like James Cameron style. And these deep sea explorers are like diving down into the deep of the ocean, uh, and they're you know the, the normal banter like like picture the abyss like two uh, technicians and they're like okay we are we're, we're monitoring sea pressure this that the other thing, and then um, all of a sudden they they, they people at a, it's like a sea lab you ever watch Sea Lab twenty twenty one. Great Adult Swim cartoon. Uh, I don't know if I have. Fantastic no. Adult Swim. Captain Murphy. I usually fell asleep after Squidbillies. Tip top. Tip top. Captain Murphy. Or during Squidbillies. You're a doppelganger. That's a that's a Captain Murphy quote extraordinary. <laughs> so this looks like Sea Lab 2021, but there's like all these sharks swimming around it, and they have like headgear, like like uh, like Doctor Evil's. Uh, sharks with freaking lasers on their heads, <laughs> right? So they're like, wait a minute. There's this like big. Doppler presence coming from over here. And then uh, they're like, all right, send the sharks, send the sharks, which they can remote control, you know, to, to protect themselves. They, they all think it's like a giant squid. They're like, yeah, we'll be eating calamari for like a, a, a month or two. And then all of a sudden the guy's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, fuck. Like, when shark's down? Shit, another one's down. Now another one's down. And then like, what the fuck's going on? And then the next thing you see is this giant blue foot just crushing one of the sharks. And you see a horde of frost giants running on the bottom of the ocean toward the sea lab with their fucking, like, their maces and their billy, oh, that's their, cool. their fucking, their, their clubs and their axes. And then we cut to, um, it's a little title page, If He Be Worthy. And it, and it says, you know, changes come to Asgard. Asgard's no longer around. Apparently it's um, uh, Asgardia. And Odin has left Freya in charge of his Guardia. Okay. And Mjolnir is stranded on the moon, but Thor can't lift it. And they don't know why he can't lift it. Hmm. So that's kind of the backstory. So we see the moon, and we see, like, uh, Odin's there and Freya's there, and uh, fa- uh, the, the Warriors 3 and Sif are there. And, uh, you know, Odin, Odin's being very misogynistic. Like, he's really talking down to Freya. Like, he's like, this is your fucking fault. God damn it. You coddled Thor too much. You tell me why I can't fucking lift Miramar. Why can't you? You fucking did this. Is it your fucking fault? And he's really not being very uh, Anthony Hopkins Odin-like. Okay? Not very uh, regal. No, not at all. He's, he's like a fucking prick in this. And, like, they're like, well, what's Thor saying? I don't know. He's whispering something. And Thor is like just like sitting there on his knees in front of Mirmir, and he's like whispering. He's like, "Please, Mirmir, come on, just like like let me lift you, let me lift you." And he's like, the next scene, he he goes to grab, and he's like screaming, "Like ah, I'm trying to lift it, I'm trying to lift it." And um, yeah, Odin is not. He's like, "Yeah, someone bewitched Thor. It's all your fault, Freya. Someone bewitched him, and now we can't lift Mirmir." And um, that's when we get a little backstory. Like um, apparently the Watcher whispered something and and Freya's like I she says like I spoke to the mortal they call Captain of America and he told the great battle of the Avengers and they fought in the stars and their enemy had been imbued with the powers and insights of the cosmic observer known as the watcher and at some point during the battle our son was left and you and you can see now that we know that the, the enemy can do this and 
so apparently something with the Watcher made it so that Thor couldn't lift. It's probably the Watcher saw what was going on and said, you know, yeah, Thor, Thor is no longer worthy. So he took the powers away. And then we see, yeah, this is Odin's really getting free his face. He's being kind of a dick. Actually, no, not kind of. He's being a huge dick. And then uh, even like uh, Volstag is there, and um, what was the what were the other warriors? It was Volstag, Faramir, and no, Faramir's from no, Lord that's of the Lord Rings. Of, that's just, yeah, that's yeah, Lord, of, Lord the of the Rings. Um, yeah, so they're all there, and Sif is there, Let me and Volstag's like, yeah, I even tried to lift it, and I couldn't do it. Uh, and Thor's just beside himself, and even Odin goes over, and he tries to lift it, and he can't do it. So he's getting madder and madder and madder, and all of a sudden... Um, Fandral, Hogan, and Volstagg. Yep, so they're all there, yeah. So so uh, he can't lift it, and then all these crows come down that apparently Odin sent to, to, to watch uh, Midgard, Earth. And they're like, yeah, the Frost Giants are loose, and... Uh, he he he's he's quite concerned, and then Thor walks away, and he he goes. Uh, from from then on out, uh, yeah, they just all they just kind of all walk away, and then we cut back to and uh, like Thor's Mirmir is still just sitting on the moon, and uh, it's kind of interesting because oh, yeah, Odin's a prick in this just an asshole like he's very abusive to to freya and everyone just walks away they're like oh well i guess nobody can lift mirror lift mirror so we're just gonna walk away what did you how do you say it mirror mirror isn't that how you well, say mirror like the, the the one chick the hammer it's not the one chick uh, i shouldn't say that freya right the, the one girl the she says it mirror meow meow or meow, whatever meow, meow, meow. <laughs> i have cats so whenever i see my cat meow 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 meow, meow, meow. or i'm italian meow 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 <laughs> Oh, sorry, Stooley. I didn't mean to offend you. I wasn't mimicking your culture. Shut the fuck I, up! I'm sorry. It was just... Finish your goddamn book! Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was... I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> so then we cut back to the ocean scene, and, like, the sea lab is totally destroyed, except for, like, one little observation bubble. And who comes in is Malekith the Accused, and he's apparently behind, like, releasing the Frost Giants. And he knows that Thor can't lift... Meh, meh. <laughs> and the next thing that the the people in the sea lab see is like Thor riding under the water with just an axe, and he's riding on a goat. And like, is that Thor? And and Malekith is like, yeah, uh, that that that's what you call that's a little man that is that that's a little man that looks what a god should look like. And Thor's like, like literally, he's riding on a goat with with a fucking with an axe. And he busts through the glass, and he's trying to fight Malekith. And he, he, he th- those two are going back and forth. And the observation deck is now filling up with water because Thor, of course, you know, he doesn't give a fuck. He just crashed through the window. So the two of them are fighting hand-to-hand. And then the next thing you see is Malekith picks up um, the, uh, the axe. And two frost giants, they reach in through the sea lab, and they grab Thor kind of like arm-in-arm. Uh, arm. So he's just stretched out like a T. And Malekith just chops off one of his arms with that axe. And then uh, he says, we have seen the last of Thor. And then the scene cuts. And then the next thing we see is just a shot of meh, meh, sitting on the moon. (laughs) And we see a shadow approach, meh, meh. And then the shadow seems to be a figure. And then it says, it says, 
there must always be a Thor. And we see a hand reach down and grasp, meh, meh. And then we see lightning bolts around, <laughs> meh, meh. And we see, meh, meh, lift up from the ground of the moon. And like the incantation on, meh, meh, starts to light up in blue. And then the next scene we see is the first shot of the mighty Thor or Jane Foster as Thor. At this point, we don't know it's Jane Foster, but we see the new Femme Thor or the mighty Thor, as I corrected Matt with earlier today. Thank you. Holding the uh, up in the air with lightning all about. So that is the first appearance of Jane Foster's Thor. Hmm. So very nice. That's cool. Interesting. I always wondered how, because you know yeah, that how was, that came that, about. That was the first one I read uh, to to see how that happened. It was. I thought it would be a little bit more oomph, but I guess I mean it's a long run, so obviously that was like the first introduction. So, yeah. <laughs> Matthew. You introduced uh, the origins of a superhero. Yes, from Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. Yes. Mm. Schmitty, you introduced the origins of a of a person, a superhero. Now, when I've read comics, I've often spouted off from the far, far side from Mr. One G. Larson, Gary L., if you will. Yes. Now I shall read you his origin story, if you if you will entertain my ramblings. Yes. Mm. This, you see, is how Gary Lawson came to be. (laughs) Yes, you see, it all started many years ago. It was fresh out of college, and I decided to spend my summer backpacking across Europe. Mm, Yes, Europe. And we see Mr. Lawson with a tie-dyed shirt and a backpack. And he's singing a song, and he goes, A horse is a horse, of course, of course. You know, the famous Mr. Ed, he talks. Yeah. Yes, yes, you see. <laughs> He's having a good time. One day, as the sun began to set, I found myself in the midst of some beautiful farmlands, as you'd see in Europe, backpacking. I probably should have stopped at one of the small, quaint villages on the dotted landscape. Alas, I kept walking. Before long, I sensed in trouble. The pleasant countryside seemed to take more sinister turns. Still, I tried to maintain a cheery attitude. As I sang, who can make the sun shine? <laughs> Sprinkle it with dew. Do you know who can do that, Matthew? Who can do that? The candy man, you said. Not the one with the claw and the bees. The one who gives you sweets and succulent, salty, sour balls. That's the candy man, can. Sprinkles it with dew, you see. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Darkness, you see, it fell. And fear crept into my bones, said Mr. Larson. Halfway through my favorite song, I suddenly forgot the words. And he's singing the song about the bottles of the beer, which is a pretty easy song. So to forget it, he must have been verklempt with fear, you see. And he came up to a cottage. And he said it must be apparently some kind of inn. So he stopped in. Do you know what this inn was called, Matthew? What was it called? Apparently some kind of inn. (laughs) 
As he walked in, he pushed the heavy wooden door open, and he was confr- he was he was confronted by a host of strange, sullen-looking characters. It was a caveman, you see. A man with suspenders and a cow's boy hat. Another gentleman who looked like a sea captain who would sing a shanty from time to time. And another gentleman with one eye and one hand. He had a hook, you see. Perhaps the hook happened before the bludgering of the eye. Hmm, perhaps he scratched a little too hard, you see. So, Gary Larson, you see, he walks into this apparently some kind of inn. Apparently he just stared at them for a while. And several hours passed until I spoke. And I asked, uh, Mr. Larson asked, can someone here tell me how far it is to the next small quaint village? And the sea captain, he arose from his chair. You must not cross hell's pasture after dark. If you try, you'll be doomed. Doomed, I say. Without hesitating, he went on. She's out there waiting for her next victim. Who? I asked, Mr. Larson said. Madam C. Quite perturbed, who's that? Mr. Larson left. He didn't know who Madam C was, but he uh, couldn't be half as weird as these characters he left. And then uh, as he's leaving, the gentleman with the one eye and the one hook, he says, I think it is my turn to say the story, Ned, as he talks to the sea shanty captain. Hmm. Interesting. Oddly enough, he started walking down through the pasture lands, and he found himself uh, belting out some strange songs. And the more he walked and the more he sang, the more he was filled with a sense of foreboding. Eventually, he saw a wagon heading his way. A wagon? Who was riding that wagon? One Elvis Presley. Has nothing to do with the story, but it was kind of cool that he met Elvis Presley. <laughs> So he kept walking, and soon he saw a second wagon. This one, sans horse, no horse, just a woman with the reins. Beautiful woman, I must say. But, hmm, quite interesting. Her voice was quite bewitching. And she says, Well, 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 an American student hiking across hell's pasture after dark. You must be tired. Please come in and rest a spell. So I foolishly took off my glasses. Only foolishly, because I saw better with my glasses on. Still, I was quickly mesmerized as I found myself inside her wagon. Madam, the the madam asked if I would like a salt lick. Strange conversation ensued. And uh, she asked, so you're from the far side of the world, eh? Well, then, summoning up alive on the far side for the world, and on the far side of the small town, I find that almost interesting. Well, yes, I live on that far side of a small town, actually far out. And then she leaned in quite close to me. She asked me if I would like a glass of milk. I said, no, I shan't want a glass of milk, but she implied and insisted. She ensured me that the milk was special, why even magical, and it could change my life forever. And her eyes started to do that twirly-whirly thing. The twirly-whirly? That twirly-whirly thing inside. 
She said, drink this milk. It will bring you fame, fortune, and even cookies. Drink, drink. So who was I to say no? Instantly, I was engulfed in a whirlwind of images. I had no idea what any of them meant. There were cows and, and, and curly-haired boys with glasses and dogs and, and exquisite squids and alien creatures and ducks. Suddenly, she grabbed at the top of her head and began to pull. I knew something interesting was happening. Incredibly, her entire face began to stretch and distort. Was it a mask? It looked like she was having some trouble, so I tried to help. She insisted that she could do it. Finally, it came off, revealing the head of a gypsy-like bovine. It was entirely shocked. Since it was the 70s and I had been at parties where these sorts of things have happened. She was a cow! Her name was Madam C. Bum, bum, bum. That's why I passed out. And she cursed me. And then I ran away. And she said that I was to be doomed. Doomed. And at that, that's my tale. Except for the fact that I was also bitten by a werewolf that very night. But that's for another story. I returned home on the far, far side of the world. In the next several years, I would just doodle cartoons. Funny little people. What was the curse of Madam C? And what exactly did that C stand for? What indeed? Stooley, what did it stand for? (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker! Probably crap! (laughs) Yes, got you. Hook, line, and shitter. (laughs) Guys, break it up, break it up. Enough. Enough of the violence. Break up your shit! Corn everywhere. Madam Corn, perhaps. Ah, shit. How's it taste, motherfucker? Terrible. Now I have to sleep in it. It's in my bed. Why would you shit in my bed, Stooley? It's my bed. It's where I rest my head. Because you're a piece of shit. And you should be around pieces of shit. Well, then I will rest in the toilet. The old water closet. I'm a genuine gentleman. You, sir, piece of shit. (laughs) Would you like to join me for a succulent meal of crab langol? It's a date. I think they went over to Lynn's Barbecue. (laughs) Good for them. You're welcome for the plug, Lynn's. Sponsor us. Fine, (laughs) crab langol. (laughs) That sounds yummy. Chef's right kiss. Now. I've never been there. I was right by it. But oh, it's delightful. There. That's Is where it? I get the the bulk of my. What's the proper term now? Chinese. I think it's Chinese. Is okay. Is it? Or I think Oriental is bad. I don't know what I can say anymore. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but that Asian is Asian cuisine. Is that okay? Well, because Russians are Asian too. That's true. I think Asian is more non PC than calling them what they are as Chinese. I'm so I'm so scared to talk. <laughs> now this is podcasting. What was that race called? Mos Espa? Mos Eisley? Can we call them that? Boonty Eve? Aw, oh, shit. Goddamn Gungans.
such racist. 